When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome, horror fans, and thank you for downloading the horror show. Sit back while your hosts, Sean and Joe, take you back in time to review your favorite and not-so-favorite horror movies from yesteryear. With their own twisted comedic view, your hosts will remind you why you loved or hated those classic horror movies and other horror-related events. Ladies and gentlemen, we welcome you to The Horror Show. everybody and welcome to the horror show the show that dissects mutilates dismembers and butchers all of your favorite and not so favorite horror movies and other horror related events i'm sean i'm joe guys this week we are talking about guys and gals guys and gals <laughs> we are talking about are you afraid of the dark yes last week we talked about an episode that was Mm, so so yeah the ghastly grinner uh wasn't super thrilled about it but i think the nostalgia really carried me through that episode because i was just so psyched sure so psyched and um i'm psyched today about these new episodes these these are gonna be i think we picked two of probably their best yeah these were a lot better better than the one that we watched last week. yeah we're this week we're going to be talking and unfortunately i did i planned these specials based around the idea that um all of our fans could go to amazon Amazon and use them because they were actually free if you had prime which was i was like oh yeah so everyone could go watch them yeah they are no longer free i know they ended the night after we recorded we watched it because i went to go watch these ones and it was unavailable Uh, that sucked that sucked. Having to download the entire series of Are You Afraid of the Dark sucked. Oh. Da- mm-hmm. Allegedly. Allegedly downloaded. 
So let's let's first talk a little bit about Are You Afraid of the Dark? Loved this when I was a kid. Yeah. Loved it so much. It ran from uh, 90, 1990 to 1996, and then a second Oh, because I think last week we were saying it went we, into the 2000s. It went through the 2000s, which I guess it did. It kicked back up again in 1999 and ran through 2000. With the same cast? No, new okay. cast. New cast of kids. Um, but <laughs> I couldn't help but notice one of the later episodes, once I stopped watching, was The Tale of the Virtual Pet. <laughs> like, like a Tamagotchi? I think so. <laughs> I, I'm not going to watch it. I don't even care to watch it. Uh, that just sounds awful. That sounds like the worst idea I've ever heard. I, I'm not going to No, I might want to watch, watch it. it. Yeah. I watch it. So uh, stay tuned for that episode in like six months when we run out of ideas. We're <laughs> like, hey, we're doing the tale of the virtual pet. Check it out. Uh, and then rip on us. But – so I put these in. We, I, I, I held this off on talking about this during the Ghastly Grinner because I wanted to talk about when we really get in depth into Are You Afraid of the Dark? That intro. Yeah, it's great. So good. I mean, you want to talk about setting a tone for the whole sh- – just the whole show and like the idea that it was on SNCC. And I think it was the last show on SNCC. I can pull up the time For a right while. Now. Yeah, yeah. Um just that I just just that I mean like you because I'm I'm almost certain it was last you you'd watch Ren and Stimpy um, and then there was like a rotating. see I want to disagree because I always felt like I would get pissed because like Linda Ellersby and that that news show would come on oh, last oh, it was so boring oh, but that wasn't even Snick I feel like that was like okay time to go to bed guys <laughs> dude that was the worst I always get so disappointed that was infuriating Linda Ellerby's <laughs> Nick News. Dude, I, I might want to pull up an episode because I can't imagine it was enjoyable. It was at like all. MSNBC. With it the was kids. really close. Like, it, I mean, like not even like the graphics <laughs> to keep you engaged or anything. No, it was, it was just like, kids talking about like current affairs. Dude, I'm pretty sure it was just Linda Ellerby, like for the first 15 minutes, like sitting there talking <laughs> about news, and you were like, "What? What is this old woman talk ta- lecturing me about? This is what I go to school for, not my free Saturday night. Get out of here, Linda." Uh, yeah, so what? Are You Afraid of the Dark was last. It always closed Snick out. There was one year, 93 to 94, where Roundhouse. Which makes sense because I think that was a little bit more. Like I don't want to say adult, like, but it yeah, was edgier. Like they were like, oh, shoot, we got to take gotta take Snick or uh, got to take Are You Afraid of the Dark off last. <laughs> the show has got to well, close. Roundhouse, um, are you. Uh, I can't talk. Are You Afraid of the Dark was always at 9 30, and then Roundhouse came on at 10. So that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, that's pretty late. Uh, but you'd always like start off for with, the high school kids that didn't get invited to parties. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you'd like you'd be you'd be jazzed for Snick anyway, but you'd be watching Ren and Stimpy, Rocco, all the other ones. I don't even know what else was there. Uh, uh, Pete and Pete. Pete and Pete was on there, but like you were all just that you were just count. waiting for that last slot, and uh, it it was like once the once the song came on and the intro came on, you were just. You were ready, man. Yeah, it was no, dark. It was you were kind of tired. You were ready the to go. The music is great. The swing set and like <sighs> the shots of like clowns and stuff. Like <laughs> they are gnomes. They knew who they were playing to. They yeah. knew they were playing to kids, and that's how I felt watching these two episodes too. Yeah, like, it was like, like it wasn't again. It was better than the one that we, la- we yeah. watched last time. But, but they were good. definitely playing to a demographic. Yeah, and I could see how kids would be like freaked out by it. Oh yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Um, yeah. For sure. Uh, so I thought that was awesome. Um, I guess – I don't know whether I want to talk about this now or after. So 
One of the did you look up see who the celebrities were that have ever been in Are You Afraid of the Dark? I did not. Ryan Gosling. Nev- he was in Erie, Indiana. Nev Campbell. Actually, Ryan Gosling, I read, was supposed to be one of the actual members of the Midnight Society, but then chose Mickey Mouse Club huh. instead. But then they threw him on as a guest spot. Uh, Elisha Cuthbert was really? on it. Yeah. Um, and that guy, uh, Jay, I don't know how you say his last name, Baruchel. Baruchel. Oh, oh the, nasally, the nasally dude from that hangs out with Seth Rogen. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that guy. He was in it too. So, um, although when you read this online, the headlines are like 10 star, 10 huge stars that got their break on Are You Afraid of the Dark? And I was like, <laughs> got their break? Huge isn't <laughs> the word, and it's not their break, I don't think. <laughs> don't think so. I think it was just a credit. Yeah, nobody, nobody watches it. was like, oh, that's the dude from Are You Afraid we of the Dark? We need these Are You Afraid of the Dark guys. We need them now. Uh, and then they included some of the guys like that were part of the Midnight Society. And I was like, they were enough. It was like, ended up playing six dead bodies during the SVU run. <laughs> like, shut the fuck up. Got their huge break. Um, but yeah, so um, there's some cool stuff about these. But we decided we watched, what did we watch? Tale of the Lonely Ghost. Yes. And the Tale of Midnight Madness. Uh, one from the first season, one from the second yep. season. Uh, which... Honestly, looking through the titles and stuff, those were their two strongest seasons, I think. I, I think the second season was probably their best. Just And honestly, every title I read, I was like, oh, I kind of remember that. Same. Yeah. And every episode I started, I was like, oh, I remember this like vividly, which is crazy. Like, There's not a lot of old shows that are like that for me. If I watched real Ghostbusters, I'd probably remember the <laughs> Wear Chicken episode, and that's it. <laughs> I would not remember anything else. Like, do you have any memories of like old shows like that? I like, remember really strong? every single episode of Doug ever. Doug actually probably. So maybe it was just that age. Maybe <laughs> it was that age. Oh my god. I think Doug was a part of Snip Probably too. Rugrats too. Least edgy show ever, Doug. I love Doug. Loved it. I I was not a big fan. I liked Rugrats a lot. Dude, I was looking at screen grabs and like kept those stupid caption gifs on Tumblr of Rugrats. I don't know why, but I was. Uh <laughs> There's a lot of there's a lot of edgy adult yeah, jokes in it. Yeah. It was crazy. There was one I was watching the gift stream was like the dad, he was making food and the 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 mom comes out and she's like, "What was the guy's name?" The dad, I forget. Was it Stu? Stu, I don't know. But she says, "Uh, what are you doing? It's what are you why are you making food at 4 a.m.?" And he just says, "Because my life's over now." <laughs> I was like, "Cool. That that would have so wait, blown wait, over my is head." Is he making like porridge? I don't know what he was making. I'm pretty sure he was making a pot of porridge. <laughs> was he? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so anyway, uh, Are You Afraid of the Dark? Huge memories. Lo- I, I like. I actually really, really, really enjoyed both of these episodes. How would you feel about uh, Secret World of Alex Mack? Loved it. Yeah, me too. I think she was my first crush. <laughs> I think she was like my first TV crush where I was like, I want to date that girl. Yeah. She, even though she dressed like a boy. What about, what about um, Kablam? Kablam was so good. I feel like there's a place on TV for Kablam still. I agree. Prometheus and Bob were the funniest <laughs> shit I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, oh my god, we were. I could talk about that forever, and we and really uh, shouldn't. Shelby Wu, not a fan. Come on. I felt like that was past my prime. I think that was when I stopped watching Nickelodeon. <laughs> but we're talking to Joe, who <laughs> still watches Disney movies. That's funny because uh, one of the episodes we watched reminded me of a Under Wraps. No, it did not remind me of Under Wraps. It reminded me of the. Uh, the Phantom of the Megaplex. You, so uh, one of the things on Tumblr I noticed is um, 
<laughs> these people they'll go on like a string and they're clearly just they've clearly just searched one thing and are just reblogging the shit out of that one thing clearly not just like looking for something this one person i wish i knew who it was so i could call him out <laughs> dude reblogged about a hundred posts about under wraps and i was like what the fuck <laughs> all i could think about was you but uh so let's talk about this let's, we'll do tale of the lonely ghost first um this one honestly i i just want to point out sean has handwritten notes today he's going partially old par- school. partially and then partially digital so uh <laughs> i was kind of like maybe if i do handwritten i won't take as many notes <laughs> and wow. i didn't i didn't uh because <laughs> it was tiresome uh and also i left off a lot of facts because i have no idea what happened at i don't know the setup and i felt like the setups are very weak in are you afraid either one but the ghost one especially so this girl is staying with her aunt yeah we we meet her her parents are going to like a museum they're like kind of like indiana jones or some shit they're they're going to a museum i feel like i missed all of these people's names even in the new one i could barely get their names like not the new one, but the um, the second one, the Midnight Madness one. Yeah, like I have girl listed as her name for <laughs> most of them. Fair enough. The only name I have is cousin Beth because Beth. she was Beth the Ving. worst. Beth and Ving are the only two people I remember. What was her name uh, for the second one? Um, oh, oh, Ving. Ving was that his name? Oh, yeah, the guy. Yeah, yeah. The kid's name I think is E. Yeah, I didn't remember their. But names I couldn't either. even pick that. You up. You only whatever. need to know Beth and Ving. Yeah, <laughs> Beth and, and Nanny. Vink, Vink. Oh, Vink, Vink, Vink. Yeah, yeah. yeah. With a vuh, vuh, vuh. <laughs> what a jerk. <laughs> uh, so we have this girl. She's she's staying with her aunt. Yeah. Right? Is yes. this correct? That's okay. Correct. Yeah. That is correct. Um, and basically the setup is – I don't even know the setup, but her parents are like archaeologists. Never comes into play, but they reference it like four times. Yeah, it was just beginning. why she's staying there. Yeah, they had to make sure that got through, but not anybody's name. <laughs> uh, and then one person's name is Nanny, and she is the nanny. The nanny, yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, so she's living, she's staying with her aunt and her cousin Beth, who is the, the worst. shittiest troll yeah, I've ever seen in my worst. life. Um, and they live next to a creepy, empty house that they just can't seem to sell. <laughs> So weird. So very weird. I wanted to point out when she's talking about that house, the aunt has the most surprised, like terrified look on her face. So I'm like, oh, she must see the, the yeah, lonely that's ghost That's what right I now. thought too. No, it's just the for sale sign bent down. And then when she picks it back up, it, it is not straight. It is still, <laughs> still like a 90 degree angle falls. and falls again. And I don't know if that was intentional or not. I really don't. <laughs> I really don't. There are parts of this where the production value seems pretty high. And then there's some parts where it's just like, let's just film this. Let's just get this on yeah. film and get it over with. Um, so she meets cousin Beth, who is just the nastiest person. Yeah, she's nastiest terrible. human being of all time. And doing her her activities involve um stuffed animals. What is what does she call people who aren't cool? Zebes? Is that is that what she calls them? I, dude, she said so many things. I think it's Zebes. <laughs> she's she's an idiot. <laughs> and she said she says, to hang out with me. You need to arrange all of my stuffed animals every day. Yeah, but isn't she like in high school? That's what I thought. And she's <laughs> like, I mean, they're older, but you have to arrange all of my stuffed animals overnight, not snitch on me, which is like whatever, and spend a night in the haunted house. <laughs> and the girl's like, fine, I'll start arranging your animals now. And I was yeah. like, what the fuck? 
fuck? Yeah. This is the weirdest thing I've ever seen. We, like, you might as well have just left that out. Why? <laughs> and if somebody ever said that to me, I would just be like, okay. And just go, like, sleep on the couch or something. There's no way I'd, I'd want to hang out with her. Yeah. And, yeah. And then this is also when we meet Nanny. <laughs> and, um, the, the, I mean, the girl, the main character of this is a sweet girl. She's just, you know, goody two-shoes, really. Yeah. Um, so she sees Nanny basically struggling to do everything and she kind of, you know, tries to talk to her and Beth comes out and is like, screams, don't touch her wrinkly, disgusting hands. <laughs> Are you fucking serious? And then she, she went into another tirade that I was just like, I can't write that. I can't, cause I'd have to rewind this six times to get all of the horrible things she said about her in the two sentences. Yeah. Cause it was, it was like, she's the worst. She demanded not to talk to her. <laughs> she's the worst disgusting piece of garbage I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> are you serious? Like you are terrible. You are terrible. Absolutely terrible. And then she just goes, <laughs> as bad as Beth is, she might be the best part of this episode. Cause she has the best lines. <laughs> but she goes, I'm going roller skating now. Don't touch my stuff. And then just storms away. And that's it. That's it. That's it. Beth just leaves. And you're like, what is happening? Yeah. It is the strangest thing. Strangest thing. Um, so then she tells the story of the little girl. Do you want to tell that story? Do you remember it? I don't. <laughs> she's, she's telling the story of the little girl. Uh, it's the weirdest story ever. She's... She's her dad's at war and she's supposed to go to her grandma's, but her ma, her ma. See, I didn't I, pick up on any of this. Her ma. <laughs> I just knew there's supposed to be a girl in the house. Yeah. And so she's supposed to go to her grandma's. The mom sends her away. Uh, and then three girls tease her on the way to oh. her grandma's. Okay, no, it's not that I didn't pick up on this. It's that I didn't understand it at all because when I was watching it, it said like they they chase her into the bedroom. Yeah, and she gets but locked in the bedroom. The mom's still home, right? And then she, and then she dies in there because nobody knows she's in the bedroom. Dies from I guess what we're supposed to assume is starvation because she refuses <laughs> to come out of her bedroom. Yeah, no, I, now I remember it, and I remember thinking I don't get this. She locked <laughs> herself in her room and died. Yeah, but the mom was home. But the mom was home. Why didn't she like? She never looked to, like. She, she just assumed. <laughs> and why wouldn't you come out to eat? Do you know how long it would take to die from starvation? Yeah, I know. Or or <laughs> like, why wouldn't the mom put out like a, an APB? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's really strange. Uh, so they tell her this story. <laughs> so then when, then when you find out who the mom, it makes even less sense. It makes, yeah, when you find out who the mom, because also, what war are they talking about then? Like, when they were telling the story, I'm imagining, um, you know, civil war. Because it's a ghost, <laughs> right? Yeah, you know what? Without knowing the mom, I'm picturing like an old ancient time. She was going to walk to her grandmother's. They're in America, so there was no really dangerous war other than the Revolutionary or the Civil War on the in the, on state on side. premises. Yeah. yeah, right. Okay, so well, anyway, let's not get into the nitty gritty, which is very important. But uh, whatever, <laughs> like they're too busy explaining the stuffed animals she needs arranged. Uh, <laughs> so they tell this story to the main character because they're trying to spook her before she goes in the house. Uh, so she she goes into the house, 
She's with all uh, Beth's friends. Who are the worst? Yeah. They're just, they're bigger assholes. Than, oh, no. Beth's the, the biggest asshole. Yeah. There's a bunch pussies. of stupid cronies. <laughs> um, so she goes in. Oh, my God. This is my favorite part of the episode. So she's in the house. Not more than two seconds. They really don't let this shit simmer. But I guess you can't in a 20-minute right. kid show. Uh, she walks in the house. She walks into the bedroom, closes the door. She looks in the mirror and sees something. Or no. No, no. She just turns around and sees something written behind her. <laughs> and it's help me written backwards. backwards. Okay. The easiest. Like you see that backwards and you know exactly what it says. She goes, hmm, it's backwards. <laughs> she, oh, it's backwards. Hmm. <laughs> Hmm. I can't like she can't figure it out, and that's when she looks in the mirror and realizes it says "Help me." Yeah, and then all of a sudden, a little girl appears in Which the mirror. Was awesome. Yes, it was great and fantastic uh, special effects. That was the best part of the like. If I was like six or seven and watching that at nine thirty at night, I could see myself getting spooked by it. Well, especially with like uh, you know, you're as a kid at that age, you already are pretty familiar with um, Bloody Mary. Yeah, yeah. Shit like that. So it's it's that whole mirror thing in the dark is always a pretty creepy concept. Yeah. I remember being scared shitless looking into my mirror in the dark and it's like Yeah. Yeah. Now I so old I can't even see in the dark. <laughs> Just bang my head in the Would mirror. you still like if I asked you to go say Bloody Mary five times, would you do it? Yeah. But I'd probably get a little chill, but I'd be like, <laughs> You're an idiot and you're a thirty year old man. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't do it. Don't be a <laughs> Uh, yeah, it wouldn't be good. I wouldn't be thrilled about it, but I could do it. Um, so the show, the main character runs out of the house, runs back. And, um, time is really weird in this show because days are passing and like, I'm not, I don't even know. Cause she was supposed to spend the night and I think it started off at night, but I feel like she runs home. Or maybe it's the next day. When it, she sees, it, yeah, it's the next it's day. It's the next day because yeah. the mother. They're eating breakfast and yeah. stuff. Yeah, because the aunt comes in and is furious with yeah. what they've done to the house. Right. And uh, Beth is also pissed. Um, so they go into the house. To, the mom gives them some cleaning supplies to clean up. And Beth is pissed because she thinks the girl did it on purpose to get her in trouble. Yeah, which is like <laughs> whatever. But um, – but help me is written all over the walls now. It's not just the one instance. It's all over. Yeah. Still backwards. Yeah. Top to bottom all over this room. Um, and then the ghost appears again, which is pretty cool. <laughs> and Beth's reaction to this is, look at all those stuffed, stuffed animals. animals. Awesome collection. Yeah. <laughs> not the fact that there's, there's a fucking girl staring at you. Not that a mirror just turned into a fucking portal into another dimension. <laughs> not even that there's a... No- Forget the ghost girl, the dead girl. Look at all those stuffed animals. Awesome. Collect. Are you fucking Is there stupid? anyone that would think that way? No. <laughs> Unless a very big stuffed animal enthusiast. Um, yeah, but still. And Beth goes in. <laughs> willingly. Yeah, willingly. Walks willingly. Yeah. Willingly goes in. Uh, and the dead girl comes out at the same time. Uh, and she gives, she gives the girl the locket. And uh, did she even look at the locket at first? No, she just kind of takes it and splits. Or no, no, she looks. No, no, she looks because she realizes. Who it is. Yeah. yeah. So she runs off and inside the locket, Nanny. Yeah. Picture of Nanny, who, that's her name, I guess. <laughs> um, and of course, Nanny's about to go Splitsville. Yeah, she, why? 
Because Beth, Beth is a piece of shit. But I don't know why all of a sudden yeah. it strikes her as like, I'm not wanted here. Clearly Beth has been treating her this way for a very long time. Yeah. Uh, but now she's like, now she's finally had enough and she just wants to get the fuck out of there. And uh, this ending is pretty sweet. It's a pretty, like, sweet as in, like. Satisfying? Sweet, like, no, like, cute. Yeah. It's just cute, sweet ending. Wait, so. I mean, real quickly, Nanny goes into the house and mm-hmm. she reunites with the girl and they go back into the, the mirror. But mm-hmm. does Nanny get younger when she goes through the mirror? Did you notice that? Uh, yeah, I think she does. I think she did. I, it was hard to tell because they did not have the special effects to pin out that skin <laughs> so or then, put on like old lady prosthetic. It looks like World War II time. Like that's what war That's be. what makes no sense but, about that. But, but they're also dressed like Anne Frank style. To, like, like, right. Like if right. They should be living in Germany. Correct. To go back to what we were talking about before where we were very confused about the war. <laughs> this was the confusion. Like there's a war. There's a war the dad died in and you're thinking it's an ancient war. But like how is Nanny alive? Yeah. I thought Nanny was going to be a ghost. Which would have made no sense also. But it would have made more sense explaining why a ghost is doing their laundry than why some woman is still alive in 1996 at the, okay, at the I, right age I, of, like, 50. I have to figure this out because World War II is the 40s. Like, what, Vietnam? <laughs> but they were dressed like country bumpkins? World War II is the 40s, so that was 50 years prior to this episode. So Nanny would have had to be at least in her 70s. Right. For that to make sense. Easily, yeah. And she was not. 68 tops. We'll say 18. I mean, I guess No, no, no. We can't say that because the girl was, like... Yeah, she's like older. Yeah. 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 It's a weird situation. <laughs> it, it really makes no sense. But um, overall, I thought this was like really sweet. Uh, oh, but my favorite thing was, and I wish this was the ending. Okay. So Nanny goes back. Nanny, uh, The girl talks Nanny into coming with her. She sees a little girl in the mirror. Oh, my sweet girl. Goes in with her. That's so touching. Loved it. Loved that. I thought that was fucking awesome. If my kid were dead, I'd be like... <laughs> Yeah, fuck it. I'll go to Ghost World with him. Yeah, sure. I'll hang out. If he's living in this mirror with all our old house, sure. Yeah. Why the fuck not? Uh, best part, though, Beth is still trapped in the mirror. Right. And I really wanted them to leave her there <laughs> and be like, no, Beth disappeared. I really thought that was the direction they were going, which would have been so fucking sinister. Yeah. Agreed. So <laughs> sinister. Beth is the worst. No yeah. one would have cared. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the mom would have probably been like, yeah, <laughs> I appreciate that. She was the fucking worst. Uh, but uh, instead, they um, they open the closet door and Beth. Which, 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 which Beth's friends show up for no real reason. No reason. They're just like, yeah. And this is before cell phones, so nobody could have texted and been like, "Hey, we're cleaning this house." You know, they yeah. just showed no, up. Their, for their no friends reason. just show up and are like, "What's up? Where's Beth?" And then Beth is screaming, "Like, let me out of here! Get me I out of here!" I promise, oh, oh, you are gonna lead the group. <laughs> yeah, and. Uh, and then nope. she falls out of the closet. And she falls out. They open the door and she falls out. Classic. Classic rib. Also, it's, I think it's worth pointing out, if, you're, if your kid died in your house by locking themselves in the bedroom and you just failed to find them, would you take a job next door to the house that she died in? No. And work there for the rest of your life? Especially because like when the girl was like trying to get her over to the house, she was like, so many bad memories. 
But you are you can literally see the house every day. That that sounds like a fucking nightmare. That honestly sounds like a fucking nightmare. If my child died in my house, I'd buy a new house. You move across the country. Yeah. You leave everything behind. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. You don't work next door so you can fucking stare at it every day. And and refuse to go in because of the horrible memories. Like, are you it'd be whatever. Uh uh, I loved this episode, though. I really did. And I love, at the end, uh, the Midnight Society. What a positive group of kids. What a positive group of kids. They tell this story, and they cut back to them, and they're doing their little, like, whatever. And they're all like, great story. That was excellent. Excellent. And I was like, <laughs> these kids are very positive. I would have been like, so-so. <laughs> or, or I, Not even I would have. I probably would have liked it. But let's t- let's talk about, like, what the internet is like now. <laughs> <laughs> and and take all the critics that Kill are out yourself. there now. Um, plot, a lot of holes in that plot, John. A lot of <laughs> holes, a lot of holes. I don't know. I'm not a big fan. Not a big fan. Would have had, rather had Gary read his story. <laughs> Gary's got better stories. <laughs> Fucking jerks on the internet. Um, like us. <laughs> Pulling apart a child TV show. <laughs> <laughs> so that's it for my paper. So you won't hear any paper ruffling anymore because I was playing with that pretty thoroughly. Um I love that episode, though. I thought that was awesome. Yeah, I liked it a lot more than. And the you one. picked that one out. Yeah, um, and I remembered it even before you said it. That Same. was that was actually on my like that was like my number one that I wanted to do. However, I think the better one is this second one. Fun fact: it is the creator DJ McHale's favorite episode. <laughs> is it? Yeah. I mean, yeah, it was pretty sweet. It was pretty good. There's some other ones I really want to see, like. Um, like there was one with remember Melissa Joan Hart did one it was like a big deal I don't Clarissa was on SNCC and they were like hyping it up like check her out she's doing Are You Afraid of the Dark and it was called The Tale of the Frozen Boy which I'm pretty sure scared me because it was like about a kid I do not remember this The Good Son ruined me with ice Do you remember The Good Son with Macaulay, Macaulay Culkin Macaulay Culkin and Elijah Wood Yeah 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 and he, Macaulay Culkin drops him in yeah. ice trying to murder him <laughs> That, like, ruined me for ice forever. I was like, that sounds awful. Freezing and drowning. Today. Yeah. Worst thing ever. And uh, they did that. They covered that on Are You Afraid of the Dark? Really to just mess with kids. Um, but, yeah, she did one. I think Alex Mack did an episode, too. Um, there's a lot of little crossovers there with all the other shows. But there's some other ones, like The Tale of Cutler's Treasure. It's like an hour-long episode. Really? Yeah. Also, did you know this Professor Vink that we're about to meet in episode in this next episode? He's like a character on a lot of episodes. He's Vink in a lot of Are You Afraid <laughs> oh, really? of the Dark episodes. He's in the universe? He's in the universe. Huh. That's actually that's pretty awesome. And when then when you think about it that it's these kids making up stories, it's even cooler. It's like they're keeping him around. Yeah, yeah it's pretty cool. Him. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Um, I guess it's kind of like this. Vink is the original Slender Man between kids. Really is. Yeah. Really is. Maybe we should just start writing stories on creepy pasta about Professor Vink. About Vink. <laughs> People would be probably so furious. <laughs> Stop writing Vink fan fiction. <laughs> Vink's not scary. <laughs> Stop writing about him. Um, <laughs> Dude, two 30 year old guys are writing about Vink. <laughs> <laughs> A Vink fan fiction website. That's erotic fan fiction about <laughs> <Yeah>. Vink. <laughs> um, that would be horrible, actually. Uh, Vink is disgusting. So, 
The Tale of the Midnight Madness. Um, the plot, the setup for this is the kids were going to go see an all-night movie marathon. Um, but then they've decided to come to the woods and tell scary stories ever. Tell scary stories. What? <laughs> I don't, that word did not belong in that sentence. They decide instead to tell scary stories in the woods, which uh, I would not have done. Yeah. A movie marathon sounds so awesome. Agreed. Yeah. And it was <laughs> called Fright Night. I've never, as much as I love horror, I've never like experienced the campfire tales. And I don't feel like I missed anything. Uh, I don't think so. I mean, I, well, think, I hate camping. I think I've told some stories like at sleepovers, but like Dude, it's the yeah. same shitty stories. stories. Yeah. Yeah. You would have thought this show would have. <laughs> I guess this shows that TV does not inspire creativity because as much as I love this show, I was like, let's watch Are You Afraid of the Dark instead of being like, I'm going to write a scary story. <laughs> instead, I was like, well, I'll just watch Are You Afraid of the Dark. <laughs> Those are better. <laughs> Those are way better. Um, so one of the kids, Fred, is telling – this is his story. But he's, he says uh, – he's he's like – he's telling them, you don't want to go to the movies because I don't like them. Because when I go in, I just feel like I'm lost. I was like, you're an idiot. <laughs> Sir, you are an idiot. You are like in high school. You are a moron. <laughs> he's like, it was really ridiculous. And then again, another beginning that is just like kind of really just like boom, boom, boom. No names for these guys. Just let's get into the story, which also isn't the worst thing. No, this one I feel like actually kind of worked better because you don't really need to know the characters. You just need to know that they work in a movie theater and they're trying to keep it from going under. Yeah, it's two concession workers working at a theater with a manager. Um, the theater is in really bad shape. No, no one's coming in. Um, one of the most disturbing things about this episode, though, is the fact that they're reusing soda and popcorn containers <laughs> because they're, like, trying to save money. Yeah. This one lady keeps showing up, buying a soda and a popcorn, and the girl's like, we could just reuse these. And I was like, fuck. <laughs> no, I would fucking kill you. No, you, you. cannot. I would punch you in the face <laughs> if I ever heard you say that. Like, if I'm about to buy buy something, I see this old soda in it and shit. Oh, and all the, the, the like, curdled butter. Oh, my God. It would be a nightmare. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, so this one, I'm pretty sure the main character's name is E. Hard to say. They said it like three times throughout the episode and very quickly. <laughs> so, uh, but he's trying really hard to keep this place. He place loves working there. Yeah. Loves it. Loves it. Loves it. And is a very snobby about this. This is really similar to Phantom of the Megaplex, which is a great Disney movie. Oh, really? Yeah. With Mickey Rooney. Which one came first? Mm, keep talking. I don't know what year this is. Um, so, this story so these kids are trying to save this movie theater. And one night or one morning, I guess, the doors are rattling and <laughs> the, kid, the kid's name's Pete, by the way. Not, <laughs> not, not, not are e. you serious? Yeah. All right, so Pete's there, uh, Pete, not E. Pete Katie. And, and I Mr. hope Crystal. no one thinks that's racist. I legitimately thought they said E. That's not like some racist nickname I gave like, him. Why, why, why would anyone think that's racist? Like easy, I don't know. People are very <laughs> sensitive now. People are very sensitive. Um if you got offended by that, you're an asshole. Well, like, like the thought that I'm like, oh, this black kid's got to have a cool nickname. <laughs> we never even said what color he was. No one would ever know. <laughs> well, whatever. <laughs> uh, the door is rattling and Pete is pissed. Pete's like, go the fuck away. Which, by the way, if you're trying to keep this place in business, be like, yeah, we'll, th we'll run something right now. <laughs> whatever you want. Come in, buy whatever you want. Yeah. Uh, but somehow 
the door unlocks itself. The doors burst open, and we are introduced to Dr. Vink. It wasn't Professor. It wasn't Professor? No, it was Dr. Dr. Vink. He is honestly the most eccentric man of all time. Yeah, I love him too. What an awesome character. And I vividly remembered him. Like as soon as I saw him, I was like, oh, yeah, this guy. Big bushy beard. Yeah, he tells us he was a director uh, back before sound and the magic of the theater was still here. And they're like, the girl's like, yeah, how he's old a, are you? He's also only like 40. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The girl's like, how old are you? He's like, it does not matter. I was like, oh, okay. Well, sure. I, it actually does. <laughs> Jerk. Because <laughs> you were probably lying to us. Uh, but he wasn't. Um, Yeah. But he says uh, he made a vampire movie. Yeah. You want to tell us a little bit about it, Joe? About the vampire movie? Yeah. Or well, just tell us tell us about this episode. So Vink says that he made a vampire movie, mm-hmm. and if they play it, it guarantees that people will be coming, and they won't stop coming, and it will save the entire theater. So he gives them the reel yeah. of the movie, which, by the way, I miss movie reels. Like Now now you just see like the projector. Like, did those you, things were awesome. Did you hear... Um, that Tarantino's new film, The Hateful Eight, is being released like because uh, he does everything in film. Yeah, I know. he's like a film purist. The like, best. Yeah, that weird Kodak film that like you pay like triple the money Dude, for. Now he spent so much money <laughs> on like uh, like a thirty-five millimeter. I don't know if that's the real. No, thing, it's but, not. It's it's a bigger size. But um, no, no, no. no. Uh, oh, for a copy of uh, Man of Hands of Fate. <laughs> no way. <laughs> yeah, he did. are you serious? Uh, that's awesome. That's amazing. I agree. Uh, but yeah, he also spends a shitload of money on this film that he films with because it's not in production anymore. He gets it custom made by Kodak. Yeah. Um, so stupid. If I were <laughs> whatever, uh, <laughs> they, I'm sure they make it back so they don't care. But um, anyway, the point of the story is he's releasing the hateful eight. Like, I think it's like a month early to select theaters that still have original reels. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. We should probably go see it. I, w- I would love to. Yeah. I miss like, uh, in our hometown, we used to have a small, oh, like, my. Dude, the theater was like the one that's in what I was going to tell you. Yeah. yeah. The theater in our town, we had a, it was a two screen theater. Yeah. And I still vaguely remember it. Um, oh yeah. And I saw air force one there. It was the last, but right before it shut down, man, that sucks that that shut down. I couldn't agree more. That sucks. I mean, it's in a terrible location. Yeah, and I'm, I can't even imagine what the parking situation was. It was, was. a nightmare. Was it? Oh. <laughs> it was a fucking nightmare. <laughs> but that was so dope. Like, man, that was so cool. Yeah. Imagine being able to walk to a movie. We could have. Yeah, I know. Fuck. Anyway. I saw Adam Family. Yeah, I have a lot of good memories. That's what I saw there. I saw Adam Family Values there. I might have seen that there, too. Little that was mermaid. awesome. And they had these terrible cartoons on the wall of all of these, like, Awful. Abbott and Costello. Yeah. Uh, it was, like, those old school, like, pencil drawings. Yeah. They hang up. It was in, exactly like, like this theater, though. And yeah. Had, oh, yeah. hundred percent. And the real. Oh, dude. Always broke. Always broke. That's why. I think that's why it shut down. Because they fucking were terrible. Like, I, I remember recently I was watching one. And I was like, oh, there's no way reels, like, broke like that all the time. And I was thinking about it. I was like, wait. It happened every single time I went to At Cheshire. Cheshire. Yeah. Cheshire happened every time. And I think that's why my mom stopped taking us. Was because it always fucking broke. Yeah. Sometimes they wouldn't be able to fix it, so they'd be like, oh, you can get your money back and go see the next movie that's playing. Yeah, next door. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, so Vink says he's going to fix the theater with this Yeah, film. so he gives them the reel, and they, they kind of just put it away. And yeah. They don't listen to him, and the, the reel's, like, glowing and opening and, like... Yeah, and then the I guess we're supposed to assume that the reel somehow caused the projector to catch on fire. Yes. 
like yeah, it we are, encouraged we aren't it. Supposed to, yes. we are, we're like, okay. Uh, so yeah, the the film catches fire and the the crowd's all ornery. They're all pissed off, and the girl says, "Listen, we'll we're gonna put on another movie. If you don't like it, you can get your refund." Which honestly, I don't know if I would have stayed if it was a silent movie. I might have. If they said Nosferatu, I would have. <laughs> well, so we find out that it's Nosferatu. Yeah, yeah. But if they were just like, we're going to show you a great silent film, it's a surprise. Uh, never seen it before. I'd be like, go fuck yourself. I got shit to do. Uh, <laughs> That's pretty much what that lady said. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She's like, I have no time for this. My time's valuable. Um, they put it in. It's Nosferatu. Which is awesome. The crowd loses their shit. And yeah, it is awesome that they worked that in. And I remember being terrified of the Nosferatu Nosferatu vampire. is terrifying. Totally. Scariest vampire. I think we're going to talk about this lady later. Lady. I think we're going to talk about this later. But uh, I saw one of those challenges things. I think totally horror. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or somebody at, like, that on Instagram does <laughs> that. And uh, one of their challenges was favorite vampires. And Nosferatu has got to be up there. Nosferatu is definitely mine. I guess it would choose. I guess it would be which one you choose because there's been like a million Nosferatu's. It would all be Max Shrek. Um, yeah, a hundred percent. He is fucking terrifying. Or John Malkovich. Yeah, he's not bad. <laughs> Actually, you, there's one they did in the seventies. Uh, he's not bad either, but he's just a hundred percent a ripoff of Max Shrek. Like they made him look like Max Shrek. As Nosferatu. <laughs> like, they didn't make him look like him as Nosferatu. <laughs> uh, but this Nosferatu was dope and yeah. scary. And probably the first time I heard of Nosferatu. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> what kids have heard of Nosferatu? That's good point. Good point. Um, the crowd loves it, though. Absolutely loves it. Yeah. They're going bananas. And <laughs> you hear one guy go like, uh, like I'm going to have nightmares for a week. And it's a grown man. And I was like, I hope you don't. I really hope you don't. Um Really cool, though. They loved it. Pete is so happy, and he yells, we got a hit. You're an idiot. You're an <laughs> idiot. This isn't most – whatever. Uh, so, yeah, he's got a hit. And, yeah. he, they, and the movie theater starts thriving again. Yeah, everyone's coming back to see Nosferatu. Yeah, it's awesome. And um, who else comes back? Vink. Who's pissed. Yeah, because he wants theater. Yeah, which he agreed to at the beginning, which we failed to reference. But uh, <laughs> he had said uh, originally he'd give them this film. And if it worked and they got the crowds in, he wanted one night a week to show his movies. Yeah. And the guy said, rah, 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 rah. So he's back to get his one night. And the manager basically tells him to screw. Yeah, fuck Sleaziest off. fucking manager yeah. ever, by the way. Such a used car salesman. <laughs> Um, Vink basically gives them a weird threat, like, this is hardly the end, and then disappears. Yeah. And they're like, oh, whatever. <laughs> they're okay with it, though. Um, and then we then we see our – this one had a lot of buildup, I felt like. I feel like Nosferatu kind of just appears towards the end, whereas the ghost was like the halfway point. Um, but Pete's watching Nosferatu and taking notes for some reason. Yeah. No, because he wanted to understand why it was such a big hit, is what they said. Like, why were people coming? Because so many people uh, were coming, and, it, and nobody ever came to the theater. So okay, he was right. just studying it. Uh, this is a note to Pete. Uh, get a fucking hobby. <laughs> like, <laughs> that is who, a hobby. Who gives a fuck <laughs> why, why it's doing well? <laughs> just make the money, Pete. Shut your mouth. 
this manager needs to have a talk with Pete. He's, <laughs> he's going to burn out this fucking reel. And <laughs> yeah. Uh, but he, he's taking notes and, and he falls asleep. And as he's falling asleep, Nosferatu comes out of the film. Yeah. Awesome. I, I guess the one thing the ring I do, style, the one thing I do have a problem with in the, are you afraid of the dark is they need to move these along so quickly that they almost have no time to react to anything. Like I want to, I want to like make this sound like it's really cool. And there's like a sense of dread, but there's yeah, not he just walks out. There's not. Cause he walks out and he's like, Hey man, I just had a really weird dream that Nosferatu came out of the film. And then they open a door and Nosferatu standing <laughs> there and you're like, and they're like, ah! and they just run away. Yeah. And there's like no dread. There's no like, Real yeah, because then they around. run to the next room, and the manager has vampire bite marks on, and they run to the next room, and Nosferatu is, Nosferatu is the slowest moving vampire. vampire of all time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and also, I was I was curious how they would do the bite marks on a kid's show. I was like, how much blood is there going to be? I'm surprised there was any blood, to be honest with it, you. They weren't that bad. What? The, the bite marks on the... the no, snack. no. They, 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 they were pretty good. There was a little bit of blood on the side. Frankly... Pretty good. Yeah. I was shocked that they even put blood, though. Because I guess Nickelodeon had issue with Are You Afraid of the Dark? They thought it'd be too scary for kids. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so I was pretty surprised. But uh, maybe after the first season, they kind of let them do a little bit more. Um, but as a kid, that'd be this movie would be pretty scary as a kid. No this episode. No, Deception. this episode, yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, they see the manager's bit. Um, the kids start running. Um Basically directly into Nosferatu. <laughs> um, he chases them into the theater again. Yep. And they come up. Pete, he goes after Pete and then the girl goes up to the reel. But Pete tells him to her to go turn it on, right? Yeah. Like like as if he knew that would. I mean, I guess. What would you do in that situation? I mean. A vampire comes out of a movie and is chasing you. Buy some garlic. That's what I'm thinking. Find go, a out, stick. go outside. Go outside. Get a stick. Well, you know they can't go out to the sun. Oh right. Well, yeah. No, you're right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the last thing I would do. My point is, the last thing I do is be like, turn on the projector. I think maybe we can get them back in. <laughs> maybe we could cram them back into the film. Maybe. Uh, no, that'd be the last thing I do. But that's what they do. They turn on the projector. Pete goes into the movie. Okay. Nosferatu follows, rips open a curtain, kills Nosferatu with sunlight. Sunlight, yeah. In the movie. Yep. Pete steps out. Um, the manager is well, all well. Everything is back to dream. normal. Yo, oh, man, I just had a weird dream. And uh, Professor Vink is He's in the back. house. Yeah. Or Dr. Vink is in, He should be a professor. He should be a professor. Maybe he is. Um, and he says, "He reminds me of Hagrid from uh, Harry that, Potter." That dude, I honestly thought it was that actor. I looked him up, <laughs> and it was not. Um, he says, "Bravo, young man! I couldn't have made it better myself." <laughs> Vink's such a jerk. Vink is a jerk because, like, you're just bragging about how you make these movies. Whatever. Um, the manager says, "Listen, I'm square with you. We'll give you your night." He says, "No, because I own the theater now." And everyone's mad at him about that. When I'd be like, well, you did bring in all these things. But he does, I guess he says something weird, which is like, he's like, uh, and I have many more movies that I want to show. Is that like, I have many more creatures I want to unleash? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. What a fucking jerk. (laughs) What a fucking jerk. I just burned down the theater at that point. Yeah. Whatever. 
So Vien Cohn's a theater, and that's really the end of the episode. Yeah. All, it was pretty enjoyable. I around. loved it. Yeah. I really loved it. I loved both of them. I thought they were really yeah, I would recommend fun them. as hell. I, like last week we had a problem with being older and watching them, but you know what? It, it was perfectly enjoyable. And we've had a lot of we've had a lot of shows, and well, we haven't had too many shows, honestly. Uh, <laughs> this is literally the second show we've done: Tales from the Crypt once, and this yeah. twice. Um, we need to do more Tales from the Crypt. I think too. I couldn't agree doing more. TV is fun. It's fun. It's fast paced. It's really cool to watch. Um, these were great though. Like the nostalgia, like some Twilight Zone. Oh yeah, that would be fun. Which, by the way, they you know how they do the. Um, Submitted for your approval for the submitted for the approval of the Midnight Society. Yeah, that's an homage to Rod Sterling, who always said at Tales on um, Twilight Zone, he would always say, "Submitted for your approval." This was um, the creator's homage to him because he he loved the anthology style and that. So I thought that was cool. But yeah, we should definitely do. There's so many great. That would be like a two-hour episode. I could talk for me too ever about that. Um, And again, like the nostalgia for this show. Unlike stuff we've watched, uh, Leprechaun, <laughs> uh, I think there's been some other ones that we've talked about that we watched from childhood that we were like, oh boy, this is bad. This is not one of them. Uh, this was nostalgia, like strong nostalgia, strong feeling of when I was a kid. And uh, it was awesome. I really enjoyed watching them, unlike Leprechaun. So I know that Watching my childhood favorites doesn't necessarily mean I'm going to hate them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like Leprechaun. Um, so that's it. That's it for this part of the episode. Um, I don't think I'm going to do a commercial. I think we're going to start releasing these as is. I think I'm just going to edit the audios and send them in. Like so people get ready for a lot of botches. Um, but let's talk about – I wanted to do something uh, fun for this episode. I don't think we're going to have time to do viewer submissions. I do want to give a shout-out to – Joe, can you pull up that guy's uh, Twitter? Yeah. Um, I don't want to say his like full name. Um, and then um, our buddy Misty, too. She's on Tumblr. I'll get her Tumblr name and give them a shout out. Because they, um, they were talking to us about Are You Afraid of the Dark this week. And uh, I had a lot of fun talking to them about it. <laughs> you didn't want to say his name, but his Twitter, his Twitter handle is... <laughs> Just full name, perfect. So, it, all right, Joe. What's 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 Joe's um Twitter handle? It's at Joseph Magnuson. M A G N U S O N. Yeah, and he's awesome, and he posts a lot of fun stuff, funny stuff, and he talks to us about this. Um, he he loved the Are You Afraid of the Dark stuff, and uh, my friend Misty, who you can find on Tumblr at Now I Wanna W A N N A Play with You. That's her uh, horror blog. She just posts that's strictly for her horror stuff. And um, she she loves this. She loved Are You Afraid of the Dark? And specifically the 13th floor or the 13th elevator, something like that. And I looked it up and I could not – I wanted to do it for this episode, but we just didn't have the time for it. Um, but it's another one that you see the images from it and you're like, oh, my God. <laughs> yes, that weird one with weird aliens. Um, but the other thing I wanted to do this episode was there's a horror challenge going around on, uh, social media, the June horror challenge, hashtag June horror challenge. Um, and every day there's a question and you answer it about your favorite stuff. Guys, this isn't going to be complex cause we didn't get to review them or Joe didn't. And I, <laughs> frankly, I did not really like, I think I did it just off the top of my this head. This is going to be off the top of the head. And I also think it should be a speed round. 
I, that's what I was thinking. In fact, I'm going to pull up my timer. It should just be like first thing. Don't even pull up the timer. We could do it. Um, Speed round. So, yeah, because I think that's better. And I think that's more fitting for this. Because to pick some of these answers is honestly like I would need like a week to mull it over and watch (laughs) these movies. All right. So day one. And we're going to catch up through the release of this episode, which is day 16. Yeah. And then on our last episode, we'll do the last 15. 14 of them. Uh, so day one is favorite final guy. I had no fucking idea what that meant. Could anyone tell me what that meant? If you could, you probably wrote the question. But the answer is the survivor, the final survivor, which is what the question should have been. Your favorite final survivor. Ash. That's a great one. And I saw that a lot. And um, I never wrote an answer to that. <laughs> I wrote a big complaint about why it's called that. Um, Ash would probably also be mine, though. Ash okay. Ash is awesome. Um, but there's like, oh, no, this was my answer. My answer is I kind of like them all because usually the survivor is the most likable person. Right. You know what I mean? Like, is there a survivor that I'm like, oh, that sucks? No, of no. course not. But Ash is the right answer. Yeah. Um, po- this one's hard. Poster you love for a movie you hate. Okay. Wait. I want to talk to you about this. You can think about this while I say this, but this is probably an inferior you and throw off your concentration. So I, lo- I looked up other people's answers to kind of get some ideas. The first two I find were Baba Duke and It Follows. Okay. Guys, the, the word is hate. <laughs> the word is hate. And yeah. frankly, those two posters are really cool, but they're not like great posters for a movie I hate. I would, you're, you're all jerks. You're all jerks. I mean, this is, this is tough. I've got some that might jog your memory a little bit. So I also saw a bunch for frogs. The poster sucks. The fucking (laughs) hand hand out of the frog's mouth. But also the movie sucks too. Here were my answers though. Um, I don't like the howling. I was trying to, I was going to say howling too. Okay. The howling posters were all really great. I loved all of them. I don't even like howling one really, frankly. I love it. Um, Not a fan. Rosemary's baby. That's stupid. I don't like Rosemary's. Come on. I don't. Uh, and <laughs> and Poltergeist. I was also thinking Poltergeist, but I don't hate Poltergeist. I just no. don't care about it and, as and much. Then I think, and then that's why I think this question is kind of like a, you kind of have to just pick a middle ground because there's no movie you hate that has like a killer poster. Right. No. A shitty movie has a shitty poster. <laughs> so like it's this weird, yeah, it's a weird question. I did not like that question at all. And it was hard to pick. And by the way, when I say I don't like Rosemary's Baby, it's just I'm not a huge fan. I don't hate it, which is where it's weird, right? I mean, anyway. I guess one of my answers would probably be like one of the like like the Grudge remake or like the Ring remake or something like that because those posters are all right. Yeah. But. Day three, favorite remake. Favorite remake. And now here's where you the have thing. to bounce. What's a remake versus what's the answer is the thing. Okay. What's a remake <laughs> versus what's a reboot, right? Yeah. Thing is a remake for yeah. sure. Um, mine was a toss up between Texas Chainsaw Massacre and, <sighs> and Maniac. Yeah, okay. I loved Maniac. Maniac ended up winning out. I like the new Texas Chainsaw I Massacre. I did not. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but, here, oh, but here's my thing. Oh, this is what I kind of want to talk about there and we could talk about for hours probably. But there's a here, here's a perfect example of even though I like Texas Chainsaw Massacre – and Maniac, I love both the original and the remake. 
the remake of Maniac felt needed. It needed an update. Watching the old Maniac, it's so dated. The city's dated. Yeah. The type of killer is dated. That whole concept is really dated. And the way they updated it just made it current. And maybe Texas Chainsaw Massacre hadn't hit that point when it was remade. Right. Maybe in the future when you, it'll be like, what's a farm? They may need to remake Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what the fuck is a there's – a, there's an empty city? Like, what? No. Uh, anyway. Uh, next one, day four. Favorite episode of Tales from the Crypt? The, the Christmas one. Same. An All Through the House. If your answer is any different, you haven't seen an All Through yeah, the House. It's not a question. No. Uh, day five, worst tagline. That's tough without researching, too. Um, I had April Fool's what? Day. Wait, there's one for uh, the stuff, which which oh. I think turned 40 today. Well, I don't know why I know that. But, uh, yeah. uh, this, uh, let me look up that tag. Dude, I know because I, I saw it. Um, I looked it up. Uh, I did April Fool's Day, though, because it literally tells you nothing about the movie. So the cover of April Fool's Day is the girl who has a braid in the shape of a noose and is also holding a knife behind her back entering a party. And the tagline is, guess who's going to be the life of the party? We don't know. Because <laughs> what the fuck? We don't know anything about this movie. So it tells us nothing. And then under that, it says, a cut above the rest. <laughs> this the stuff is, are you eating it or is it eating you? <laughs> <laughs> and that's pretty ridiculous. <laughs> um, day six, favorite film from your birth year. Are you born in 85? I am born in 85. Um, it's a pretty good year. Um, you could look it up. It's pretty easy. Um, I thought there was going to be a lot better ones. My Ultimately, it came down to Day of the Dead, Reanimator, and Return of the Living Dead. It's Reanimator. Really? Yeah. I was Day of the Dead. I'm okay with it. But um, the answer is Reanimator. Yeah. And if your answer was Return of the Living Dead, you're wrong. <laughs> it should be one of ours. And I went away Reanimator versus Day of the Dead a lot. And I just Return of the Living Dead is great. Return of the Living Dead is great, but not the best of the year. Um, but it's just your favorite, so whatever. I could see that. If you were really into to, uh, Leanna Quigley's titties, that is the best movie of 1985. Yes. Agreed. Unless she did a porn that year. <laughs> uh, day seven. Characters you are glad died. I said, I don't know. My answer is I don't know. Because honestly, listen to this podcast. I probably complain about a million People that are supposed to be good guys that died. Um, here's one that I'm upset didn't die. LL Cool J and H2O. <laughs> yeah. Mainly because he suffered a gunshot wound to the head. Yeah. Like, I'm not upset because he's a bad person. I'm upset because he should be dead. Yeah, I Logistically, agree. he should be dead. Did that bitch from uh, The Mist die? The religious nut? I think so. Well, then that would be my answer. <laughs> yeah, she was the worst. Um and then basically any villain that's a rapist, right? Yeah. Like you're always glad they're dead. Yeah. Oh. Favorite slasher. Yeah, so, so I guess all the guys from uh, Last House on Left. Yeah. 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 That's probably number one. Or I spit on your grave. Yep. Yep. Um, is leather. Oh, no. That's my uh, favorite slasher. Day eight. Uh, well, it's Halloween. But to not give a generic t- choice, it would be either the burning or the prowler. The Prowler is a really great one. Um, is Leatherface a slasher? I don't know if he is. I would say no. If you start including the sequels, I guess. But no, I'd say no. Um, and then you also have to think, is it a character of the series? I don't know. I'm getting too far into these. Uh, I'd, is Freddy a slasher? Yeah, Freddy's a slasher. Sure. Yeah, I'm with Freddy. Um, 
And then if I'm talking about a series, though, I think I'm going with Scream for slashers. Really? As a series. A Over a Friday the 13th? Yeah. Yeah. There's there's just a lot of duds in Friday the 13th that kind of make you... I don't think you can call Freddy a slasher. You can't? I don't think so. It's got to be like a knife-wielding maniac. Yeah. Which he does, you know, he's a whole hand of them. So I guess. I'm going with Michael. I, Michael's, yeah. Yeah. Michael for sure. Um, day nine, favorite mask. There's some good ones. Trick or treat. Um, yeah. Michael Myers is, of course, classic. Jason's it's mask. Got, it, the answer's Myers. My answer is I respect Myers 100%. Jason's mine. Okay. Um, I just okay. think it's so interesting. It's just such an interesting choice. It's um, it's really cool. Um, day ten, most creative weapon. Most creative weapon. There's one answer for this, and I'll tell you what it is. Ash's chainsaw hand. Okay. Yep. Because I don't think, besides him, I don't think anyone did it. Besides, like Captain Hook had a weapon on his hand. <laughs> or Freddy. On a stump. No, on a stump, though. On an amputated <laughs> arm. Let's talk about that. Yeah, okay, it's I'm, an amputated I'm arm. I'm going to go with that, too. That's, That's a good one. Think about it. And it's been so overdone now. Wait, wait. What's the question again? Favorite weapon. No. Most the, creative no, weapon. Most I, creative I have weapon. a different answer. Okay. It's the lawnmower from uh, Dead Alive. Oh, that's very good. All right. I accept it, but you're wrong. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this was the worst one. Most creative or mo- best... Or- this guy was stretching when he made this, or girl. Uh, best original vocal song. From a horror movie? Exactly. It's, Fucking exactly. It's Dawkins' song from Dream Warriors. That's so good. I did uh, the Monster Squad rap. Okay. I'm okay with that. Okay. Uh, day 12. Or we can do the Fat Boys. Uh, are you ready oh, for Freddy? Oh, yeah. Or, no. But see, does it count? Because if it's in the movie, does it have to be in the movie? Because then Will Smith's Nightmare on My Street is the best. That is the right answer. Yes. It wasn't in the movie. Yeah. But it, it is the right answer. You're right. Okay. I'm right. <laughs> uh, day 12. Favorite killer animal. I don't really like favorite animals. Do critters count? <laughs> yeah. I guess birds. The birds. No, the answer is Jaws. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Some of these answers I just don't give a fuck about. All right. Uh this one is especially true. Favorite 80s distributor. Did, if you hear the noise just then, it was me like nonchalantly like what? Uh, trauma? Tra- yep, I'm going with trauma too. <laughs> Done. Case closed. Uh, favorite death scene, favorite death during sex scene. Couldn't really think of anything. I mean, it happens in every slasher. They're all pretty good. Didn't we answer this for somebody? Yeah, on Tumblr? I really like ABCs of Death's sex scene. Um, there's one that's go kind of ridiculous. I'm gonna go with They Live. Yeah, yeah. What did he yeah, die? Did she kill him? Oh wait, no, she was just like petrified because she was on a fucking. I'm, zombie still, go- I'm still going with it. I'll do what I want. Yeah. <laughs> Day fifteen. Favorite killer toy. My answer is: Are you fucking serious? Because <laughs> what is it? Chucky, demonic toys, and puppet masters. And I guess like you know what? The just black to be a jerk. From- I, just to be a jerk, I'm gonna go with Trilogy of Terror. <laughs> oh, you are. Yeah. Oh, because I was gonna say uh, from Tales from the Hood too, the little black doll. Oh yeah, good call. That that kill good that call. guy. Um, I don't know. Yeah, all of them, <laughs> except demonic toys. Yeah, demonic yeah, toys I, was just, I was just gonna say <laughs> demonic toys are so stupid. Uh, and then I actually really like this one. Day sixteen favorite 
foreign film. And already my questions, my answer's wrong. But um, what do you think? Favorite foreign horror film? That is a loaded question. What Super you, loaded. Tell me what you were going to say. Well, it was off the top of my head. I love high tension so much. That was the first one that I thought. I of. love high tension so much. I have to like. But then you think, and then and then I was actually like, actually, you know what? Wormwood was so good, and it's currently my favorite movie of 2015. I still haven't watched it. It's so fucking good, dude. You have to watch it. Um, but then I was like, oh wait, Suspiria. Yeah. Um, the then you start Holocaust. thinking about yeah. it, and then you're like, never mind. <laughs> but I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Wormwood and High Tension Tide. Just wow. I'm talking current. I'm talking current because Suspiria is the best foreign film ever. I'll go with uh, yeah, every Argento and every Fulci film. Yeah, ever. yeah. I mean, it's like any classic foreign House film. House by the Cemetery. Yeah, you can't really, you can't really do it, guys. That's the end of the episode. Thank you so much for listening. Tell your friends to listen to us. That's the best way we can get new listeners. Just tell people. Tweet us. I'm at I at I hate horror show. I'm at at Joe V four two one. We're on Tumblr, I hate horror.tumblr.com, Facebook.com slash I hate horror. Um and I did I say I hate horror.com? Yeah. Rate, review, subscribe on iTunes. That's the best way you can do us. And thank you, Harley Poe, for letting us use the song Gorehound off the album Pagan Holiday. You can check them out at Harleypoe.com or Facebook.com slash Harley Poe. Also, thank you, Nickelodeon for not giving me the rights to use the Are You Afraid of the Dark outro song for our new outro, because I'm stealing it. <laughs> but thank you anyway. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much, and uh, we'll uh, we'll talk again soon. Thank you. Adios!